the Ovix Podcast with the property expert. If it's happening in Upland, it's the place you want to check first. With your host, too stupid to win and thank you later. Bringing a strategy, musical charts with all the data. This is Upland, where the metaverse goes down. Genesis, and Fran, the Rio, and all around. Don't miss a week, you never know what they'll say next. It's the Upland Property Access, baby, UPX. What's going on, fellow Uplanders? Welcome to another episode of the Upland Property Experts Podcast. I am your host, Too Stupid to Win, and as always, I'm joined by Thank Me Later. How are we doing this evening, brother? What up? I'm doing freaking fantastic. What about you? Doing great. A lot of big stuff going on in your world, in the Upex world. Excited about that. Pump for you, brother. Dude, things are blowing up. If you ain't part of it, you're missing out. You better get on now. That's all I'm saying. We got huge things coming. Yeah, I need to hire somebody to uh, just play, get one of my kids to play the game so I can get my... Uh... Oh, dude, you need to get on that. That's because I can tell you right now, it. we're working on like the next two weeks. Like my dev team, we've been meeting every single day um, and we are pushing. We have a goal to get it on Steam. We're buttoning it up. There's some things that we have to do for like... Uh, the settings and like full screen resolution, stuff like that uh, to be uh, steam ready. Uh, so there were some requirements that we needed to hit to, to update our game. And as soon as that's done, we're pushing it. So, and as soon as it's live, axe is done, locked in. And that that's the exciting part. I mean, to, to create a company from Upland, you know, from playing Upland, you created a layer two company, but you're launching on steam. You know, it's just not you're launching an Upland. You're launching on a major gaming platform that millions of people play on. and 89 million gamers. Yes. So that's pretty awesome. Right? Take take the 100 Xenon or you missed the chance to be the elite. Pure Absolutely. Rolex knows what's up. Absolutely. I need to get one of my kids to do it in their free time. <laughs> Here, do this for daddy. Take a picture and uh, we're good. Yeah, I need a screenshot. This is your homework. Go find these hundred things. So I don't know why I got the question since, you know, you know, one day I will work for Upex World when it's huge and big and I, I get that. But like right now, I don't know why I got questions about it. But <laughs> somebody asked me, you know, they download the link. Then what do they do? What programs run your game? Oh, it's its own program. You, it, right. As long as you have Windows, it's an EXE. It's an executable game. So, but it, it only runs on Windows right now. We don't we don't have a Mac version. Um, so you just download it and play it like any other game. It just it that's that's it. There's, you don't need a program. You see, Lucifer FX. He's he's already trying to pimp out my kids. He goes, if you have more, I'll pay them too. <laughs> i like that you're just gonna have like uh, a whole little you know clad just farming farming xenon for you <laughs> yes um how do we do that again the agency that's a great question you know you ha- need to be in the discord channel and is that link pinned is that a pinned I don't think so. You should probably pin that so people can find that easy or make a post and then pin that post. Say, time's running out. Here's the link. Yeah, I'll get on that. I mean, it's discord.gg slash upxworld. Um, so, yeah. If you have any questions, also just DM me. I'll get it to you. But it's going to be gone soon. Like, we're, we're pushing. We have deadlines, like, 
the dev team is on full like go mode for that. Now that that's that's exciting news there. So and then uh, and then you got some other great stuff you're working on. We can talk about later. Mm-hmm. I did mess up at the end of last week's show saying that Bam Tech was going to be on as our interview this week. Actually, his date is next week. I double-checked my messages. Um, and then Bam, being a loyal listener of the show, also reached out and be like, uh, we still good for the 23rd? <laughs> and then that's when I checked my dates. I'm like, yes, we're still good for the 23rd. <laughs> I like that. I like that he listens and he's just like, um... You gave me... Hey, there he is. Speaking of... What up, Bam Tech? <laughs> So, so he kept me straight. I mean, I I put together a lot of interviews really quickly at the beginning of the year for us and Cafe Cafe Mogador. uh, We're working on a different date for them to join uh, and do a talk about uh, daily Uplander. So, or Upland daily news. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So excited about that. Um, Just things came up. Things didn't work out for today. So no worries. Not a problem. We are always flexible here on. The we show. have plenty of stuff to talk about. Absolutely. I ain't even. I ain't even worried about that. Yeah. Yep. So we got the market update. Um, we have the block explorers for Valentine's Day. You have the new changes to treasure hunting. What? Did Dude. I miss the V Day? No, you got to compete for them. You can't buy them. You got to be competing for them. It started on Tuesday. It ends tomorrow. Oh, the hunt. Uh, the Cupid hunting. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. No, I'll just buy those later. <laughs> I was like, dude, why are you sweating it? You'll just buy them later. My wife thinks I'm going on a Monopoly podcast. I mean, that's hilarious, though, if you think about, like, a Monopoly, like, that would be. Yeah. That'd be a really boring podcast, honestly, <laughs> I think. Like, I don't know that you could have many episodes about uh, the game of Monopoly. I guess you could, like, have an episode about all the variations there's actually probably a fair amount of Monopoly content. Hey, you we do. we used to play for money, and it got pretty heated, and you saw some shady stuff going on, too. So we played for real cash there. So for it, real cash? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it, it, it was very interesting. Um, a lot of socioeconomic background people participating in that. So it there were weapons at times and Kind of sketchy, but very good time. So you could tell a lot of interesting stories about Monopoly. So fair enough. Yeah, I, I guess you cool. just got to have better friends, more exciting friends. I guess. I mean, I can. I guess I've had some exciting games of Monopoly. Things get heated for sure. You see, Bam plays for cash too. Who I've never. That sounds too intense. Like just just for the you know winning, just the pride of winning was uh, enough. Uh, to really to destroy families, so add in money. I can't even imagine. Well, that's why some people have weapons, like actual weapons. People like, bring in like like knives, like a guns, knife, and guns, knives, butterfly knives. What? <laughs> Wait, this is not Monopoly. You're playing Shankopoly. Like that's a different game. Like no, yeah, it's not Shankopoly, but. It, Shankopoly. <laughs> Who's bringing guns to a Monopoly game? Bro, I do not need new friends. You need new friends. <laughs> now, now, this, those people, I, that was about 20 years ago in my Navy days. So I, I, mm. I've matured a little, but still, I'm down to play Monopoly for money. I just try not to be with those individuals anymore. <laughs> well, I don't know about for money, but maybe Monopoly for Upex? 
Oh, there you go. I was. I'm looking at uh, Alamo Square because of its layout. I really want to make a, a layer two Monopoly game based on Alamo Square with um, the painted ladies being the boardwalk uh, park place equivalent, right? Right. And then each block being a set. And then, you know, we go to layer two. You block explorers can be your, your character pieces, move them around the board, roll the dice, buy the properties there, like along it. Um, and then, you know, collect rent, uh, for, j- just like normal Monopoly. Uh, but then I want to look at like, uh, you know, like the chance cards and stuff like that and have the, the owners of those properties be able to collect uh, a little bit of revenue as well um, from it. Uh, I think like that would be cool. Again, lots of, lots of opportunity there. I really like the layout of Alamo square for that, uh, project. Yeah, so. that's absolutely perfect. And, and I have heavy interest in it. I own a lot of prop uh, park face and property. So I'm all about that. <laughs> I figured you'd like that. I need to get building though, man. Uh, green yes. turtle called me out. Good. I got, I got to, I meant to go do that tonight. I meant to message you again today because I was talking with Gobby about it. Um, we ended up finally swapping back our Christmas ornaments that I lent out during the, um, well, we, Monopoly Mike used to play for articles of clothing. So like strip, <laughs> strip Monopoly. Yeah. Like, was, it, was it keeper for good? Or are we talking just, Hey, you have some, you know, nice Nautica or Tommy shirts or something and you're playing for playing for keeps or Gucci or whatever the case may be, or, or you playing strip Monopoly. That would be fun. I've never played like it's it's interesting. Like if you think about like the the concept of like strip poker or whatever, but you would like give other people chips. So it would be funny to do a true like when you win, you win their clothes. You have to put their clothes on. Mm. So as one person gets less clothes, one person gets more clothes. That could be fun. Yeah. So sidetracked. Anyway. <laughs> so sidetracked. That was down some rabbit hole. I have no idea. But Monopoly, let's go. Yeah, let's get that layer two built around Alamo Square. It should be a good time. But, yeah, I was trading back. Um, that's where I was. I was trading back oh, yeah. um, the decor from the the structure ornaments from Christmas. I, I finally got around to it. I lent, lent some out. And then just talking with Gobby, haven't spoke with him in a while. And... I was like, damn, I got to message TML and get building because he's slacking. And we've talked about it on a couple podcasts now. Yeah. The content of the program is going to a different point. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah. It is, but hey, that's what you get. It's our show. (laughs) All righty. So we'll jump right in. Market update, February 16th, 2023. Thank you, Just Justin, for always doing this for us. Makes my Thursday nights a lot easier. Uh, top 10 city floors in Upland. Manhattan coming back close to the 90,000 mark versus 100,000 up X mark. Uh, top five cities were all down just slightly. Nothing, nothing too 
crazy for the week. Uh, nothing really jumps out weekly movers. Arlington's up. Yeah, I was going to say, Arlington, get it. Get it, Arlington, surpassing Dallas. Yeah. Quite shocking. Yeah, but still, there's so much Arlington to be released, so got to be careful on that secondary market. That's fair. And, and Kansas City holding its spot in the top ten. It used to be a middle-of-the-pack city, but moving its way up. Yeah. Then we got the 30-day change. Dang, look that, at that, that green. Get the green, boys. Yeah. A lot Arlington of green. Rushing it, too. Now, now, that's the interesting thing. A lot of green on the UPEX. Manhattan's down 1.08%, but everybody else is the next eight are green. And then Kansas City. I don't know why Kansas City's NA. Uh, it shouldn't be NA because they've definitely been around for over 30 days. But some. We'll figure that or out. Or maybe it's like zero, it's such a low percent because of yeah, that could be it, it's such because it's only like because yeah, that's essentially zero percent. Yeah, uh, now on the US dollar side of the house, though, you have more red. Oh, wait, but it's not uh, the the upex isn't done anyway. Um, yeah, well, I think it's interesting that Manhattan's uh, up or USD floor went up, which is one of the only ones. That is red, but then green on the on the USD. So I wonder what's happening there because I know a lot of. I wonder if that's just because people is the supply of. I don't want to say burners because burners is not the right term here, but like um, liquidatable, I guess maybe um, the right term properties is is that dwindling in Manhattan? Like at what point does the secondary market like sell out of people trying to flip their properties for USD or does it? I don't know. There's a, there could be a lot of underlying things behind the scenes there on that one. Maybe the floor just got bought up by the time we did the numbers and it jumps or I don't know. Because that's that's what we don't track is how many properties are listed at the floor. It's just here's the cheapest property. Yeah. So, and I can tell you right now, um, Upex World is now tracking city data. I I think it's either every, I want to say every hour. It might be every fifteen minutes, but it's definitely every hour. The floor number of property, like all of the base stats for every city every hour, so we can track trends so we can track what is the best time of day to sell properties what time of day is the best to buy properties what day of the week is better to buy or sell properties uh based on how the floor fluctuates over time yeah and jimmy jester brought the milk and cookies thank you milk and cookies man oh man do i want some milk that's for damn sure yes That is dope. Definitely. The agency says so impressive. So impressive. Damn you. (laughs) You got me. You got me. (laughs) (sighs) All right. I'll keep it together. I love my day. Dude, you have no idea. We got some announcements about our boys over in Hyde Park. Um, 
Oh, no, no, no. I, we know you're being serious. Sorry. Uh, yeah, we, we knew you were being serious, the agency. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, there's other – there's uh, – we blame Dizzy. It's Dizzy's fault. He's backstage causing all kinds of shenanigans, so don't mind us. Uh, but we do have uh, – stay tuned later in the show. We definitely have some big announcements coming from uh, Hyde Park, um, which is going to be awesome. I, I'm so excited. If you are not yet a part of the, of the Hyde Park node in L.A., do not miss out. And, in fact, I think, well, we'll, we'll do a whole thing on it later. Uh, I don't want to. I just minted out a block, and I'll post a video. I did record it. Thank me later. Jumped in in the middle of me minting the block out. So, <laughs> Oh, my God. Yeah, so last week we end the podcast. We, have, we normally have an after show. We do the after show. He dips out early. And then, uh, and then I leave the, the, and I see there's a recording going. I'm like, what the heck's going on here? Cause like in the stream yard, you can see it. So I like jump in and he's like, I could tell I can't, he kind of like got flustered and it was weird. My video wasn't working. So I just like jumped on. Yeah, that was fun. I, is that, when's that coming out? Yeah, I wanted to play with some, I've been playing with it in the video editor. I'm trying to learn that. So hopefully over this weekend, I'll have that out because the Legit's Fired Up ended last week. Last week was the last uh, show for the season for Legit's Fired Up. So I'll probably try and launch that this weekend. And as I get better with my video editing, so it's a work in progress. But yeah, this weekend. Cool. What are you, are you going to backfill that segment with anything else uh, in the off season? Uh, I don't know yet. I, I don't know yet. Because we have a couple. We have like uh, the the spark, uh, which is that uh, the roundtable equivalent. Yes. <laughs> we oh, never mind. I'm not going to be a troll on that. <laughs> um, yeah. So anyway, what else we got? So looking at the 12-week change, it, it still looks pretty good going back to Thanksgiving time. Um, pretty happy. Yeah, overall. you can see, like, that was probably – Rutherford was hitting its peak back then um, at 54. It, and I think, again, I, I think you said this last week, but I, it is starting to stabilize. I think we're seeing Rutherford stabilize. We're seeing Santa Clara uh, – I mean, based on those numbers, though, over the last 12 weeks – that's not a significant growth. No. Um, slow but which steady. Is, yeah, slow but steady for sure, which is great to see. Um, really the only big mover there is going to be – well, Arling, both Arlington and Dallas, which is interesting because I haven't heard much going on in those cities. Are no. there big active nodes or um, anything? Anybody running a big node in uh, Arlington or Dallas? What's What's going on there? Because I don't think it's like a treasure hunting hub. The Upland Puppet. <laughs> I love the name. Thanks for catching us live. Glad to have what you. What Puppet Brother. Now, if we if we go back six months, um, yeah, Rutherford is actually down pretty well. Santa Clara is up almost. 50%. So, yeah. It's, yeah. So, it's what's it, interesting it here is that, like, if you. From three months, it was up 24%. Six months, it's up 48%. So, it's slow and steady and it's getting the gains. Yeah. No, that's for sure. Love the show. Well, we love puppets. Would you stop? I'm trying to. 
I'm not doing it. It's dizzy. Yes. Uh, no, it's probably me. <laughs> I think I, I, I think it, it is me. I think okay. I, it, like people are chatting and I put okay. it there. Wait, what's your, what's your in-game name puppet? Or are you a secret? We just call you Jim Henson. That was uh, why was, that did not deserve a side. That was a legit throwback to the puppet it master. Was. It was like there is no greater compliment to a puppeteer than to be compared to Jim Henson. Facts. That is facts. That is. Facts. Oh, it's Land Grab. Oh, what up, brother? We know Land Grab. Yeah. Uh, so Dallas Arlington weren't around six months ago, but Vegas is up forty four percent over the last six months. Well, I mean that doesn't surprise me because Vegas does, um, Vegas does have some some active nodes. Uh, shout out to Viva Las Upland, uh, who is working. Uh, I, I I don't remember which neighborhood, but it's one of the bigger ones, and they're doing a lot of cool stuff. So I know like there's some excitement around there. I mean Vegas overall is a very interesting city, just in the. Because it doesn't feel like a normal city, right? <laughs> like no. when you're like you, you know, you're going to Chicago, you're going to New York, you're going to San Francisco. You're like, oh yeah, you're going to Vegas. You're like, oh dang, like what? That's a trip, right? Like, what is it a bachelor party? Is it a big event? Like, it's it's a destination that people go for a good time oh, or to gamble, I guess. Um, Who isn't looking forward to Vegas? And being the you know where they held at least the first in person Genesis meeting. Yeah. Uh, well, Bam Tech says the poker hand and sunrise nodes in Vegas. There you I, go. I get the poker hand. Yeah. So there, I know. Like I, I'm really excited for for their progress. And so, and but I mean, keep in mind we're still under ten thousand floor, and the the USD floor is under five. So right. like it's not like it's right. not like it's Santa Clara, <laughs> like right. But you know it's it's getting there. Right. I mean it's doing it's doing solid. Yep. So here's the lowest market percentage in each city. So this is the Rutherford still five hundred fifteen percent no change week over week. Everybody else is sitting pretty solid. Staten Island, Manhattan, Frisco, right around two. Yeah, I mean. Again, I think if again Upland Upland's doing a great job, I think, of monitoring the economy um, from a stable economy. Because here's what you can here's what I would say people should take away from from this: that even though the floors are rising, the the actual markup percents are actually pretty stable here. Like, and that's that's good because we want to see. People, this is what you can get into the city at, right? So if you want to get into Manhattan, you can get in at 2X. That's an important distinction because when we look at the price, the markup on the floor, that's where things get crazy. Right. I don't know that there's a solution to that either. Like, how do you solve this discrepancy, right? Like, look at that insane on the floor, for Rutherford in Manhattan. Wait, what's the cheapest you can get into Rutherford, though? What was their markup uh, for the cheapest lowest, markup? Oh, wrong way. 
Close markup on Rutherford, 515. Manhattan yeah. was 216. And, yeah. and, and so, if you just I buy mean, the cheapest property, you're, you're looking at insane rates. Yeah, so like I, I find that very interesting because to me, and even look at Vegas. I was gonna say, look at Vegas. I, I just saw that jumping out there at uh, dang. Maybe we should flip this up with the uh, Upex floor markups. You know, look for the cities that have the highest markups instead of just. But I do like to reference these cities that are kind of you know talked about a lot. Yeah, I mean that's it, it's fair. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I think it's a good it's a good cross section uh, of the economy, but but that's actually really that data for Las Vegas actually. This is a misleading slide. Please explain. What? How is this misleading? It's the cheapest property in the city at the time I run the numbers, or actually, just Justin runs the numbers, and it is the markup percentage. So if you want to buy the cheapest property in the city, that is the markup from the original mint price. So I'd like to understand how it's misleading, because we do try to bring the uh, try to bring educated information to people. Yeah. But, yeah, it, I mean, they're, and we're trying to give you different things to think about when you're looking to purchase properties in these different cities. Yeah, because, I mean, again, like, look at, because now, now I don't know what the cheapest, maybe that's one thing that we can add uh, to the previous slide is what the actual cost of the cheapest property is in those cities. Um because I would be curious. So if, if you have to pay ninety two thousand for the cheapest property in Manhattan, but you can get a two X property now, granted those properties are probably in the hundreds of thousands, if not more, right? Like that's that's a difference is that they are going to be expensive. But when you think about buying into these cities, that's an important distinction. Like because your your passive revenue against those numbers is drastically different. Um, I mean, you're never going to make your money on on that kind of markup in Manhattan. And unlike, there's only a small percentage of properties available for sale at the cheapest original mint price. Uh, sure. Anyway, that doesn't make any sense in this context. So, Yeah, there's, um, there's only a small amount of, of properties at the floor price with that high of a markup, but it's still if somebody comes into the city and oh, like, oh or is he saying at the other one? Is he yeah. said the other slide that there's only it doesn't matter because the the reality is if those sell, whoever sold them is probably going to sell more properties of that size. Like, like the people monitor that market. So if people are buying those two hundred percent markups, bigger players are watching that. Right. Um, most properties are average, not extreme, but we're not talking about the average properties. We're talking about the extremes, which means that there are going to be opportunities somewhere between the 200 and 4,000% range. But it's an important distinction because, for instance, in San Francisco, really, like, you're, you should not be buying a, a property at more than a 5x markup based on this. Because your lowest, and again, we're talking standard, non-collection, non-special, non-built-on properties. Keep that in mind. 
um, for, for these numbers. And so if you are looking at like paying 5X for a San Francisco property, probably bad because the floor isn't at 500, isn't at 5X and the cheapest properties in San Francisco are selling for 2X. So it does give you a baseline of negotiating in these larger cities with, well, what are some other data points that you can, can look to? There was less than percent that sold for under a uh, thousand. Yeah, that's true. I don't know what that has to do with anything either. I'm very confused. Because this will change. So if all of a sudden all of the Manhattan floor sells out, I, I don't know, like it could drop down to markup. I mean, that markup could, I don't know, it, it'll never really go down that much, I don't think. But Yeah. All right, moving on to the next one. Bottom five city floors, Detroit, Rio, Buenos, Chicago, and Los Angeles creeps back down there. Now, yes. the, now their city hits the $3 minimum threshold with uh, Buenos Aires joining Rio and Detroit, Chicago, 340 and Los Angeles, 375 not too far off. Yeah, I mean, I, I like to see this because it does it of both U.S. and international cities that are available for relatively cheap prices. I mean, sub $4 Los Angeles is insane. And not to, to take too much away from the future uh, segment, but I'll give you a, give you a tidbit. Um, I know that uh, Dizzy and the Hyde Park Ninjas are working on a program where Dizzy's going to be listing Hyde Park properties for $10 a piece USD, which is like half price. So if you know, like the, the, the UPEX floor there is like 20,000 UPEX or something um, in that range. And he's going to be buying them and, and helping people get in cheaper into, into a prominent node in L.A. But honestly, L.A. is a tier one city. So being able to buy sub four dollar properties is pretty insane because if you think I mean, it's never going to get to Manhattan level of craziness because it's so big. It's got so many properties. But it's on tier like if you talk about global cities, L.A. is on tier with Manhattan from a global, like everybody knows LA, like it's a pretty prominent city. So I can see once that sells out, you're not going to see that kind of price. No, ain't nobody selling like now, granted that's a long way away for sure. Like that's not, it's not going to sell it anytime soon. No, not at all. Then looking back six months, Detroit is up, up XYs, Rio's down, Chicago, not much change, Los Angeles, not much change. You're, Man, the, Rio. The US, Rio. U.S. dollars took a beating. Man. I wonder, like, so, I mean, this is really interesting because the, the floor, because, I mean, you can't go any lower than $3, right? Right. So it is kind of interesting in the fact that they probably would go cheaper. And I think this speaks a lot to how the economy, and this isn't something we've really looked at, um, but the economies in some of these cheaper cities versus the economy in some of the premium cities 
um, are vastly different. And it's interesting because there's different reasons. So Rutherford, Santa Clara are treasure hunting nodes. Manhattan, it just got inflated because of early supply demand. Um, And things like uh, San Francisco just being the Genesis node is going to have, you know, solid, you know, returns consistently. Bought a Beverly Wood this past weekend. Yeah, Abdullah probably... (laughs) Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. Minted out in a few days. Honestly, like, if I was, like, I I don't know. If I was a player, I would be monitoring Abdullah's trades or buys. And as soon as he starts buying in an area. Jump in. Jump in and just start minting. Like, mint out. I don't know. Keep in mind, I'd actually, I'd be very careful on that because you don't want to necessarily upset him. Uh, like, because that's, it is a troll move. Like don't if he's no. minting out a block, don't like jump in and mint out and then try and sell it back. That's, well, that's well, you don't you don't bring yeah that that's a troll move right there. If he's minting a block that's available and you jump in, but if he's in a neighborhood going for it, yeah, definitely jump in. It's a smart move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just I wouldn't mint on top of him. I'd mint around. Yeah, we need to do a Discord bot. Oh, like uh, like the Twitter account that follows um, the, jet, the Elon Musk the, jet. <laughs> jet. We just have an uh, Abdullah like alert, like what's he buying? <laughs> like, yeah. It, oh, yeah. Now, here's the interesting thing: is he put about 500 spark in on Beverly Wood just like that? You know what? Maybe we'll pull up Beverly Wood um, on the. Uh, we can we can do that. Okay. I'll get it up. I'm yep. going to do that. All right, U.S. dollar markup percentage floor. 50% and below, starting for Los Angeles, KC, Queens, Oakland, Porto, Chicago, Vegas, Dallas, Nashville, Detroit, 50% or less. Get your deals if you have the cash. Get your deals if you got the cash. Look at Arlington. <laughs> Arlington still moving up. Plus two. Dallas went up 1%. Los Angeles went up a percent. Queens went up a percent. Kind of slow, slow but steady. 396,231 properties available. Los Angeles, slow but steady, over a thousand properties. Queens, over a thousand properties. Which oh, I, I forgot to talk to Just Justin about getting a percentage on uh, on this next to the numbers. We'll, we'll get that for next week. Yeah, well, that's interesting because yeah, thirty six. I mean, based on that run rate, you could you can expect Queens to sell out in the next you know thirty six weeks, right? Like that's pretty simple math. Yeah. Where like LA is going to take 150 <laughs> weeks or something, so it's going to take three years at that rate to to sell out. Um, which again, like based on how they're doing city releases now, it's very obvious that the team went. Yeah, LA was pro. Like I think if they could redo LA, they would do it like they're currently doing stuff. Um, without a doubt, because it's just way too much available. The economy in LA, I mean, we're seeing it. It's, it's among the cheapest cities in the game because there's, there's just way too much available. It will be interesting once it gets like, I don't know, sub 50,000, I think it starts to get interesting. So I think you still need to sell about 125,000 of these properties before it really gets... Um, gets really going. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting to watch. Yeah, 
LA gains are mostly node based. Yeah, that's very true, Bam. There are some power nodes in LA. LA is, and that's that's another really good point, Bam Tech. Is that, in my opinion, LA is one of the ripest node communities, which is so fascinating when you compare it to Manhattan, which I don't know of a single major Manhattan node. No, like that's like really like prominent. But about many in Porter Ranch, L.A. early on, it's still lagging a bit. Large area in Country Club, nice, just a matter of time, though. That's true. I will say with L.A., unlike, like, I mean, not uh, not to, to you know, to disparage any of the other smaller cities like Arlington, Kansas City, Nashville, et cetera, but the reality is, L.A. is a proper tier one city. L.A. is a globally known city. When uh, Upland gets bigger, when L.A. sells out, like it's going to be a, a completely different economy for L.A. And I think because of its size. So when you think about like node creation and player base, right, that is going to have such a concentration of great content creators, great nodes, meta ventures, everything like that. I think LA is set to be really one of the most important cities moving forward. And that's hard for me to say because you know I'm a big San Francisco fan. But I'm happy West Coast, West Coast, Best Coast is uh, is cool. Like it's a short jump between LA and San Fran. So I'm good with that. Oh, yeah. And as you said, it's global recognition and people are going to jump in. And you look at cities like around, you know, Manhattan's the big New York borough. And if you look at the other boroughs, the amount for even the limited collections, that the markup's insane. So you still can get good deals there in L.A. And if you have the ability to buy multiples in it, it the markup's going to be insane once it really catches on and sells out because you got things like Cleveland that have a 1.37x multiplier and they're going for almost 2x price. Yeah, and and I definitely think like I'm curious cuz I know Bel Air was one that people were buying and selling for USD under. I'm curious cuz Bel Air is sold out now, yeah? Yes. So I'm curious what the secondary market now that Bel Air is sold out because I think that like, that's a really good microcosm. Uh, maybe may, remind me when we pull up uh, Upex World later, and uh, maybe I'll pull up uh, Bel Air and see what the stats are. So currently, you can get into the the cheapest markup property in Upex is at one hundred and fourteen point eight two percent of original mint, uh, and it's uh, Bel Air is a three property one point nine seven x boost. So gotcha. You can still get in, but it's. But it's expensive, you know, that, that the cheapest property, the cheapest marked up property is, or I mean, the lowest marked up property is pretty 1.67 million up X. And then the next one's 1.26 million up X. And then you jump to 127% of original mint price, just basically 900,000 up X. So these aren't cheap properties, but if you have the ability, it's still a good good time to get in there not financial advice and if you look at the u.s dollar side of the house uh you can get in for 73.55 percent but that's 799 u.s dollars so 
Whoo, dog. And now, if you look for the, if we sort by just the current price that they're asking right now, you know, you can get into, that's not right. Yeah, maybe it is. Well, there's a couple uh, couple small belt air properties that you can get into for under 100 bucks, but it's a 268% markup. See, so that so that tells you right there. Again, inside the collection, even if the larger properties are selling for under, like that's a great opportunity because the, we saw the floor of LA isn't selling for 2x. Like, so if you are in these other, um, you know, kind of collection areas or high note areas, you can definitely get uh, some better volume. I dang, Abdullah owns 193 properties there. In Bel Air, that's insane. That hey, is our boy, insane. Our boy Dizzy owns twenty-seven, though. Get it, Diz? Nice. And then uh, Kroll, Krolik X is uh, second at seventy-five. Dizzy's at third at two twenty-seven. Uh, um, I mean, you yeah. have uh, you got a property for one hundred and sixty-seven U.S. dollars, and it's ninety-seven point seven four percent of original mint, and you got one for one hundred and sixty-eight U.S. dollars at ninety-nine point two one. So you do have some under mints for U.S. dollars that, yeah, that are still pretty affordable. Yeah, let's see, Beverly Wood. Yeah, we were talking about Bel Air, but Beverly Wood. Yeah, 440 for um, Abdullah and Beverly Wood. And then Kerville owns 117. Bacon House, I feel like that's a name we know. Bacon oh, yeah, House. Bacon House, yeah. And uh, David Walker at 58. Hey, Tosshead's in there too at 48. But yeah, Abdullah owns. T- Abdullah owns more. So if we take it down to two. Okay, so he owns over half of it. Is it minted out? It must be minted out, yeah. Yeah. I'm with you, Bam. I'd rather mint in LA and Queens than mint in new cities. That's pretty much where I'm right now, because if you look at the other boroughs around New York City, they are definitely, their prices definitely reflect being with that New York vibe. So if you, we look at the secondary market transactions here, um, everything's kind of down, kind of slowed down this week, city to city. Wow. Four thousand though. That's a lot of transactions in general. Right. I mean, that's good to see because it's not because like Detroit, that's burners, right? Like. Detroit's burners, Rio's burners, not entirely, right? Obviously, there's still some natural stuff, but like those, when I think of burner um, cities, Detroit is the one that comes to mind almost immediately. I feel like most of my burners are in Detroit or Rio. Um, So seeing Queens, Queens and L.A., that also tells you this secondary market should be a great indicator of where, like, node action is happening you know what wait wait wait. where's manhattan on this it's not we can get it in there is this by like is it by total transactions 
Um, I don't know. I'll talk with Justin this week. Yeah, I feel like all of the tier ones. We we definitely should see San Francisco, L.A., Manhattan. All right. Because I I want to see like because I am curious because I think Manhattan. Oh, wait, because it's sold out. That's why. Oh duh, that one was oh, sorry. non-minted. Yeah, that was those are cities still minted. Sorry, That's why it wasn't on there. I don't have to talk to Justin. Yeah. <laughs> you just got to look oh. at the title. Jesus. Here you Jeez, go. Jeez. Let's so, get So here's it. your San Francisco. Oh, uh, hey. Buenos Aires. You know what that Buenos Aires number is? Burner. <laughs> trader, burner. Yep. But here is so San Francisco has 5x the transaction volume that Manhattan has. Yeah. And. 20 times the transactions that Rutherford has. But with San Francisco, you do have people that are still uh, slowly liquidating their way out. Um, Manhattan, you have the people that are firm believers of Manhattan and its future values. So they put it up for some prices and they say, if somebody wants to pay me this much for it, I'll let it go. But other than that, I'm holding. What the heck happened in Fresno last week? Why was there almost 3,000 exchanges down down to 300? Burgers. Was there a um, like a, a trader event that I didn't know about? Not in Fresno. That was very odd. I'm curious why there was a, a spark. Did somebody maybe sell their account, a Fresno account? A lot of swapping Go going on. because maybe A lot of swapping? Because if you look at the people that just bought properties in San Francisco that said, ah, I, I, I take that offer. Um, yeah, it, it's pretty steady, 174 to 178. So, Yeah, must have been lots of swapping. Mostly HODL in Manhattan, money launderer. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I would agree. But, I mean, hold on. Well, I can tell you. Let's see. I'm going to do this. So, well, here. Uh, how many more? Okay, so before we do that, let me... Um, because, so if it's mostly HODL, then we would expect to see... Uh, and here's your Beverly Wood count. <laughs> Abdullah owns more than everybody else combined. Um so let's do Manhattan. Da, 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 da. Manhattan. Uh, so Manhattan currently has 5,777 properties for sale. Now, I don't know what this number is going to look like for... <laughs> there's our boy. <laughs> it's Harlem World, baby. Get it, buddy. Um... So, and again, it's pretty even. It's it's a pretty it's a pretty fair. I mean, the the when you look at the these two pie charts. So if you're if you're not familiar, we're at, we're in the data mines of Upex World. We're looking at right now just the entirety of Manhattan completely sold out. Four thousand buildings built with five hundred on the way. This is property count. This is property info by count, so number, and then this is by original mint price. And the reason that this is important is because if this pie is significantly smaller, 
than this pie slice, that means that the majority being sold are tiny properties because the overall mint is significantly less than the total number. If for some reason this pie slice, which I've never seen it be significantly larger than this, it would mean that only high value properties are being sold. So this is pretty balanced, which means that there's a mix of high and low value properties um, that track. Now, if we go to San Francisco, and I have no idea what this is. So, I mean, this is what? What is that? 5,000 of 40,000, 5 over 4 is 1 7th, 1 8th, 1 8th? Ish, yeah. Ish. 20,000 of 150,000 is 20 over 150, 2 over 15, 1 over 6. So pretty similar. It actually has a less percentage for sale. Here's an interesting. So there are more high-value properties for sale in San Francisco because this pie chart is actually bigger than this one. Um, So... It's not that it's a hodl situation because there are a lot of properties for sale in Manhattan. It's just the markups um, are significant. So there you go. <laughs> Get out of here, Dizzy. Can you not? Hey, look at you. Look, look he, at buys, you. he buys everybody out. That's true. That's true. Wait, where? Oh, okay, there you are. You're, you're there and you got a bunch. Yeah, of come on okay. now. I'm at 2,500. It's it's not shabby, but dang, y'all. At least you're over a thousand. Yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six, six players over a thousand properties held uh, in uh, San Francisco. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, let's. You want to pick another like? Uh, oh, L.A., which is the largest. So this might. I, I don't know if this is cashed lately. Let's see. Uh, Los Angeles. This one. Oh, okay, good. I was like, sometimes that takes a long time because it's so many properties. Uh, unlocked. So as you can see, there's still so many. This is not surprising, right? This should not surprise anybody. No. Uh, Abdullah. Mean, he's big in Chicago. He's big in Los Angeles. Makes a lot of sense. And if he was around when Manhattan and the other boroughs were released, I think he'd be a huge leader and all that wait how many properties does abdullah has to have more pro dizzy do you have more properties in abdullah in general do you oh wow yeah because i was like this is weird because i think la would be his largest holding chicago chicago's higher okay so hold on let's just take a look here so we got unlocked non-fsa oh oh sorry this is owned um. Oh yeah, yeah. That's weird coloring. I don't know how these colors get picked. Uh, what is this small sliver here? Unlocked FSA. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can see unlocked FSA. Wow, there's twelve thousand FSA properties. But here's a great example. So you can see, like, this is a pretty not a significant. Like that's whatever three percent. But look at how small of a percentage of the actual. It's only 98 million um, UPEX worth of properties. It's a very small percentage when you consider the literally billions of UPEX um, that are in in play for for LA. So 
Yeah, this is. Uh, let's see. I'm, no, well, now you got me curious on Chicago. Do 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 do. Let's see. Let's see who who's running Chicago. <laughs> He's barely top three. Eric P. Martin rocking five thousand properties. Wow. And Zango three three three. Really under the radar. Like I don't know anything about that player. Forty five hundred uh, Chicago properties. Though. It says uh, Abdullah has seventeen thousand nine hundred twenty properties. Dizzy has twelve thousand two hundred and sixty two. Unless those are inaccurate numbers. I mean that sounds about right, but where are they? Because this is four thousand. He had three thousand in L.A. Yeah. Where Where is his major holdings then? Uh, I don't think he's. Where else might he he buy? Where do you guys think Santa Clara? Hey, we well, just. I'm just gonna go through these real quick. Queens. Durkis. Dang, I don't know who Durkis is, but they love them some queens. Abdullah eight hundred. There's no way he's a Fresno buyer. No, that's TM. <laughs> Dang, I'm barely even I mean, I guess I only have oh, you know what though? So I let's do this. Uh by size. Yeah. I have I I have a significant amount of up square there, uh, one hundred and seventy two thousand up square. I went big on that. I was buying big uh, up square properties, probably be manufacturing maybe. So, uh, okay, so he's not in Fresno. Did we look Brooklyn? Okay, there we go. Sixteen hundred. That's pretty good. Oakland. Your Prince. Wow. It's this is interesting. Like, look at there's just like a, a good, you know, handful of people at over 400. Yeah, your Prince Jones D Doyle screen time dedicated. That's a very interesting mix. Uh, in in Oakland, you don't really hear a lot about it. Lots for sale, though. Look at this. Look at look at the chunk that's for sale. Oh, yeah. Uh, Staten Island is he a Staten Islander? He buys return prop. I don't know what that means. Buster, RIP. Bakersfield. Man, I haven't thought about Bakersfield in a minute. Oh, you think Rutherford? (laughs) Italy? We did Chicago. Cleveland? Is he buying in Cleveland? Who's buying in Cleveland? TM. TM likes, like... He, he, he goes, I don't know. He goes hard on some cities. Yeah. It's interesting. Well, he's from the Cleveland area. Um, oh, that's true. He is, eh? Yeah. A holdings. Like, again, very interesting cross section. Not many for sale in Santa Clara. That's probably because it's getting bought up quickly. Uh, TM still dominates that. 350, like, that's not a, like a crazy amount. Hey, Dizzy's sitting at over 100 in, in Rutherford. Good for you. Who's buying in Kansas City? 
Ramen. Hey, Abdullah's got six hundred. Where the heck is all of his properties? Or does he just own like hundreds and every here, little there? Yeah, I guess it just adds up. I just expected yeah. to see like a huge amount because uh, he's only a top holder in a couple of cities, which is shocking to me. I thought he owned a lot more in L.A. Uh, Timberwolf twenty five. A lot of new names here. I really, you know what? We don't look at some of these other cities very often. Like eight hundred and seventy six properties in a single city. Um, especially one that has like what 150,000 properties like that Timberwolf is making a stand there Uh, Nashville how many cities are there 28 oh geez there's a lot Cane. there we go again another new name very interesting Um, still some to be still a lot available there Bronx, did we do Bronx? Okay, well, there's five. Okay, so Bronx is a big one. Wow, well, there was a quarter for sale, though. He owned a significant holding in Bronx then. Yeah. Okay, so that's, I mean, that's that's 4,000. So that's a good, okay, I think that kind of solves it. Detroit. Man, Silver, Mirth, and Diablo. Man, I really like seeing these new different names as like big owners in these cities. I would have assumed that it would be the same names in every single one, okay. um, you know. But there's a lot. Like even okay, so now this is Las Vegas. Like just right, always joy, city pigeon. Do you think the increase in standard hunt fees will affect the secondary prop transactions? Less people building maps, it's yeah. less profitable. We were going to get into that. Um, oh yeah, go ahead. Sorry, I distracted. You, you got sidetracked here, so I'll take that over. So yeah, take it back. <laughs> I mean, that was definitely all interesting stuff. Going through all the data, looking at that, and that's what yeah, we might have to make like a so. separate video of like maybe like each city will just do like a yeah. Because we don't look at a lot of those cities in details very no, often. We don't. We we we've done a lot of high level and always talked about getting into it, and we've kind of got the flow of the show. But yeah, definitely something. Let's. Do, I'm on. gonna make. We'll make that a segment. We'll do like city deep dive or something. I'll, I'll think of a segment name. All right. And we'll just we'll do one city a week. Yep. So they had more uh, ornaments. It was ornaments and block explorers. Um, Did you get in on that? <sighs> No, a lot a lot of it sold out pretty quick. Um, a lot of it sold out pretty quick. I'm still pushing towards collecting a hundred, or I mean a million up X a month. So I, I, I've been kind of kind of saving it. The block explorers were cool, though. You know, they had four different block explorers with three rarities to it, and then they had some pretty cool uh, building ornaments to it. Uh, a lot yeah, of them sold I mean, out pretty quick. There, there were yeah. this afternoon. There were some ranches still floating around. So, like, I like the fact that they did user created content and like uh, partnership content. Like, I like that. I they they've done this well. Actually, I guess last time they did like again, like almost like a non premium and then like a premium. Was that Christmas that they did that? I think so. Um, but the, like, I don't know. I didn't like it this time because it was user created and they didn't really give a lot of those. And then to immediately follow it up with this, with these block explorers, 
And I honestly like they're cool block explorers. I didn't buy them. I didn't buy any of it because here's the other thing. I love Carnival in the sense of it's really cool and fun and it's a festive event. But if you look at the overall holiday structure first, maybe they do a contest for it, but probably not. They might have a decorating contest. But it just but seems it, so localized because Carnival is a Rio type thing. You know, Halloween, Christmas, yeah. they go throughout the United States. It has a lot of cities. And even as more cities are released, you know, we've already seen Miles with the F1 formula, you know, and the League of the Sao Paulo. So looks like that's coming. More Brazil, which is awesome. But Yeah, which, I mean, again, it's cool. I just think in the scope of large events – this will be a second uh, – this will probably be a tier two, like if oh, we ranked – Oh, now all our Brazilian followers are going to – I'm going to get the hate mail again because of you. Thanks. No, no, no. I'm not saying that Brazil is tier two. Brazil is legit. I love my Brazilian people. Um, but what I'm saying is, like, let's let's call it what it is, though. Like, your tier one holiday events are Christmas, Halloween – That's it. Christmas and Halloween. For, for for the purposes of this. Your tier two are going to be Valentine's, St. Patty's, Genesis Week. Um, I'm trying to think of some other events. Maybe Carnival. Like, I don't want to say Carnival is a tier three. Three is definitely like, no, I'm not saying, I'm not saying, I'm not saying it's tier three. I'm not saying, I'm saying I'll give it tier two for now, for now. And it's, it's solid tier two. If they do a decorating contest, if they do an event around the decorations, solid tier two. If they don't, I might have to downgrade it to a tier three because to me then it falls way closer to like the Ukraine or like honestly even Genesis Week is probably tier three if they don't do a decorating contest. Because if it's just the decorations that are up for a period of time, um, then it's not really that compelling of an event. It's cool, it's fun, but you're not going to see that secondary market flare up each year. And that's what you're looking for in an event, specifically around decorations. And the block explorers don't contribute to that. Um, So having the block explorers and the decoration, to me, feels a little like it's cool, I guess, but... It's better than having it be like a legit, like the Halloween event had. Like, yeah. so it's better than that. But, so yeah. That. All right. So we had the Cupid catch going on. Uh, still going on until Friday morning. So if you haven't had a chance, or you can just buy a secondary market like uh, Thank Me Later. Wait, do you have an image of the, the block explorers? I do. What the <laughs> Where did you get that picture of me from? I don't like it. I I knew that would get you on that one. So yeah, you got me on that one. I was like, I had some other stuff, and then I found this one. I'm like, oh hell yeah, I'm putting this in just to see what Thank Me Later does when this slide pops up. Wow, there's a lot of these though. The gold one sitting at 200 mints. Yes, that means that that's only going to fetch maybe. Maybe fifty thousand upex, maybe. And then the the other one, so the five hundred one, you're you're down to twenty. And that fifteen hundred, that's pennies on the dollar. Like that's 
Like I'm not even gonna probably that'll, that'll be as cheap as like the the Halloween janky ones. Um, also, what the heck are these Cupid looking things? They're weird. What? One's one's on a heart, one's on a cloud, and they got. Well, I get what they're on. I'm saying the actual cupids are weird looking. Yeah, they're, they're different. I can't with this this background. This is it's too much. <laughs> we're gonna get AI is gonna see that nipple, and and we're gonna get canceled. That's um, what's gonna happen. We're not getting canceled. We're fine. <laughs> All right. So treasure hunting update. Fifth grade oh, artwork. Thanks, Bam. Facts. I, I thought I consider myself in third grade, so thanks for the promotion. I, he was talking about the block explorers, not oh. your your background. <laughs> All right, so treasure hunting's going on. They did uh, update it, so people were doing very well at spawning the the treasures and moving forward. And they decided to increase the spawning fees, so you know you get your one free spawn mm. a day. Um, depending on, and on, depending on your city you're in, you know, one to 10 and then 11 to 20, they bumped it a little 21 to 30 and then 31 plus they bumped it. So now it's, here's what I wonder is, does that make the importance of having a treasure hunting map more important versus the Russell envy style of just saying I can get 80 cents a day and I'm just going to smash it. Does it make it? Because now it's not as profitable because if if you're somebody that spawns it along with doing the limited exclusive and rare treasure hunts. Yeah. You know, he uses a Well, I don't think he does he doesn't do standard. He he's not doing standard hunts though. Is he? I think he's isn't he doing the premium hunts primarily? He primarily focuses on the premiums. He does dip into the standards here and there. Yeah, I was going to say, I think I'm with Bam on this one, that uh, standards equal map, competitors, no map needed. Um, so, yeah, but I do think that this, because the the value, the like, I think they said on average you'll get your fee back for all the, like, that's the idea, right? Oh, more or less you get your fee back when you're, when you're doing treasure hunts. Which means that you're going to get about 125 in a tier one, which means that at 265, like you're losing upex. Sounds like uh, Dizzy's on a buying spree in Hyde Park again. Jeez, unminted floor in Hyde Park just went up. Get it now, and I do feel bad for the people that have been that have been grinding out with these standard treasure hunts because it's like huge. Bam has shared some pretty cool stats that I can't wait to share with everybody next week. And he's going to get me some more before he comes on. And yeah, it's so that, that impacts and makes decisions of, you know, your profitability and, and all that. Yeah. So I, I don't, I don't feel bad for anybody on anything. Honestly, I would say like, if you've been doing a map and it's been working for you, then that's awesome. Like I don't feel bad for you necessarily. Cause you probably gotten your money out. Now I will feel bad if you recently like bought a map, like let's say that you recently went to Rutherford and built the map. What tier is Rutherford? Do we know? Anybody know at the top of their head, what tier treasure hunting tier um, Rutherford is uh, off the top of my head? No. 
somebody in the audience might. But anyway, like if you if you spend I don't know uh, three hundred thousand upx or three hundred bucks whatever to get it's tier four. Thank you um, to buy that. Like that would probably hurt. But given that it's tier four, like fifty to ninety isn't two x. One twenty five to two sixty five is more than two x. Yes, and one hundred to two hundred is um 2x exactly so the higher tier you go the the higher penalty you get kind of um so at tier four it's not terrible but it's the bigger spark Um, reward on the tier one tier twos too oh yeah yeah for sure right bigger rewards all of that but you can still uh is it tier oh are we saying somebody's saying it's tier two Oh, let me start digging. Oh, boy. Rutherford is not... BAMTAC is like, pfft, nope, not a tier two. Treasure Rutherford. Oh, what? old tier was a tier three. Rutherford is a tier four. Um, tier four confirmed. Yeah, here we go. Present the share screen. Here is the... Oh, there we go. They changed it up. So, yep, Rutherford is a tier four. Gotcha. So it's a tier three. Oh, that's yeah. So it was a tier three, went to tier four. Yep. Gotcha. Runt uh, Rutherford is a hunting training ground. Says Brandon. Hmm. Hmm, interesting. Where you where you make your cut your teeth on? Yeah, and then they also changed the cooldowns: limited treasure an hour, exclusive three, and rare treasures eight hours. Um, so it will be interesting for the multi-account hunters to check in on this because some people might be upset that they have to wait longer. Yeah, uh, well, and I, I think it'll be interesting to see how that like spawns more potentially multi-counters, especially with the rare being an eight-hour cooldown. I mean, that's hard because eight hours, I mean, maybe you get two a day, right? Because that's 16 hours. Well, I mean, I guess you could do, well, if you do one, then wait hour, eight hours, then do two. So I guess if you did three, you'd have to do it 16 hours you're going to have to time it to get three. You really have to like, wake up, do one, do your eight hours of work, do one. But that's the thing you have to, a, a rare has to spawn in the city that you're in, in that time frame, you know, and then you have your eight hour code. So there, there's a lot of factors in play there. You know, it's just not like you can wake up and jump right on a rare treasure hunt. It's got to be available and you got to get it pretty early and then hopefully it pops. Yeah. Oh, well, that's cool. Okay, so wait. So that's an interesting change. The cooldown changes are independent. Yes. So I, I do like that. Yes. The cooldown favors top hunters. Really? Why does the cooldown favor uh, top hunters, Bam? I would think that the cooldowns would favor more casuals because if, uh, you know, the big hunters are on cooldown, then it's more likely for other people. Like I thought that would be the idea of the cooldown anyway. 
So I'm curious why. Yeah, I mean, the top hunters could smash the limited, you know, now that they're on eight-hour and exclusives, which that would be interesting to see what they accumulate on the one-hour limited cooldowns versus while they're waiting out their rares now. Uh, Because now you get 24 limited in a day. Yeah. I mean, nobody should be getting 24 limited in a day. (laughs) Y'all need to be sleeping. That ain't healthy. I'm watching you. You get 24 limited in a day. You got problems. Yeah. Yep. All right. That's what I have for the week. What? And you have some announcements you wanted to make about. Yeah, we got so much, man. I know. Yeah. Um. So, well, da, 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 da. oh, can I? Oh, here, let me do this. I'll present this real quick. It says theoretically, so there, theoretically, but there are theoretically people, sure. But there are sick people out there that set alarms and go for it every time. That yeah, that's true. Uh, oh, addition. There you go. So Hyde Park Ninjas out of Hyde Park, LA. Uh, you're going to hear a lot about them because they are an up and coming node. Uh, they are doing a hundred builds in a hundred days. But so, hold on, hold on. I know you're into this. Like, I didn't realize. Like, I went and bought my stuff in Hyde Park, but I didn't realize. Like, they are hood, hood, rolling sixty. Like, like it's like real life bad LA neighborhood. Like Slauson and Crenshaw is like notorious. Like, I was like, wow, we're in the thick of things in Hyde Park. I love it. But I was just like I, laying it down on real life. I didn't realize where Hyde Park really was until I was scrolling over to find another uh, block to mint, and I was like, "Damn!" Wait, so are you say are you saying if you visit LA that you wouldn't go visit Hyde Park in real life? Hell no! You're not going to just go knock nope. on the door and be like, "Dude, nope. I own this house nope. in this nope. game." Nope, nope, nope. No, no. Great street views. Oh man, I gotta, now I got now you got me. Uh, I gotta check that out. Now, like um, there's you got the rolling sixties that, yeah. You just no, it's yeah. Nope, 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 nope. <laughs> you know, you tell me to shut it down. Yep, just shut it down. Shut, shut it, it down. down. All right. Nope. That's good to know. So uh, I love you like a brother. Go. Just don't go check out your Hyde Park properties in real life because you might not come out alive. We got to be a ninja. Uh, you, you remember the movie Training Day, and they called that jungle. Yeah, that's in Hyde Park. Actually, yeah. Wait, where is that street at? <laughs> I want to go mint that street. Um, I'll we got to get up. like right, a low rider parade to go down that street. What are we doing? Right, okay, keep talking. I'll show you the. I'll show you where the jungle's at. Okay, so a hundred builds in a hundred days. Uh, the Hyde Park Ninjas are going to be doing um, a a contest. Not it's not necessarily a contest. We still have to. I still have to get all the details about it. But they're helping get a uh, hundred buildings built in a hundred days uh, as part of their uh, node initiative, which is super cool. So if you are interested, if you have properties in Hyde Park and you are building specifically residential, so not factories, not showrooms. They're not building those for you, but apartments, luxury houses, townhouses, those kind of cool things. Like uh, they'll be sharing how you can get on the list 
I think they already have 20 selected uh, from a previous contest that they did. So they'll be holding contests and events um, over the next, you know, couple months. King Kong ain't got nothing on Hyde Park. Oh, my gosh. I love that. Um, so definitely check that out. I'm really excited about it. Um, and Hyde Park is going to be one of the founding nodes in something we are working on, and it is very, like, hot off the press. I can't tell you too much about it, but I will I will throw this up here. Uh, no. Oh, no. Nice. What? Uh, what? I'm what sorry. What are you saying no? Training did you just day. ruin my thing? I, I, I a whole, like, It was like a whole, okay, that was going to be a whole thing. And uh, that, that was, oh that was gosh. Cool. Yeah. So I was wrong. <laughs> Tra- training day was done in Baldwin Hills, Crenshaw, just north of Hyde Park, but pretty close to the border. Oh, okay. Anyway, so can I, can I do my yeah. XNet? Uh, anyway, so XNet is uh, UpX World is doing a its own uh, node network. And so if you are a node leader, and you would like to join our network. It is a, a premium node network that is focused um, on layer two development, property development, and overall cross collaboration. Uh, so XNet is going to be uh, a really uh, prominent uh, node community. We have some very big names. I can't announce the nodes that are going to be the founding nodes, but they are nodes that, you know, like Hyde park, like they're big nodes that are very influential in the game. And we are going to, to bring these independent nodes together in a very cool collaborative way. That is kind of going to set up the framework for layer two. These are the nodes that will get access to additional resources, marketing, um, stuff like that. There's no real catch to join. Like, we do vet the nodes, so it's only going to be vetted nodes as well. So it's not anybody can just go, hey, I want to be in here. Like, you can't just go, oh, I'm a node now. Like, no. Like, you have to you have to kind of show us what you're doing. We'll do investigations, like, through UpX World to see what your buildings will help. If you need uh, recommendations on, you know, what kind of structures you should be building, if you need help with like getting into say URL, uh, the Upland Racing League, or you need uh, help with you know a major construction project, we're going to be working with UCC, uh, the Upland Construction Company, to to start offering construction packages. So that way you can have like essentially a pre-built node package, and, and they'll be like, here's how much if you want to buy you know ten. Let's say you wanted to build a hundred properties in a hundred days. Um, you know, we'll be building uh, custom packages with UCC as well. Uh, and of course, uh, layer two development inside of UpX World, uh, the neighborhood guild system. We have uh, Block Explorer Battles, uh, which is going to be um, led by the Hyde Park Ninjas, which is going to be cool. So lots of really exciting stuff. If you are a node owner and you are interested um, in being uh, one of the first nodes after we launch to join, uh, hit me up on Discord, and we can uh, take a look at it. There you go. So that's that's my big stuff. I mean, we, we definitely have a lot going on. If you haven't checked out UpX World, do that um, because it's 
tons of stuff. Oh, you know what? Hold on. You know, ooh, I did. Oh, so I had a, I had a meeting with Dirk the other day. I told you about. We had he was my Dirk was my Valentine's Day date. <laughs> um, <laughs> Does but he I know that? Him, I showed him um, the globe. I was like, you know, I'm not saying that we have a globe and didn't have to take it down, but we have a globe and we didn't have to take it down. And uh, he kind of laughed because I guess they were having some some difficulties with Mapbox or something, some performance issues. Uh, but I wanted to show this. Uh, this just got added today. If you're not on the Discord, we put updates on the Discord fairly regularly. Um, anything that gets updated, enhancements, we take feedback from the community as well. So if you are interested, don't look at my unstick sparked. I'm, I'm ashamed. Don't, don't look at me. I need to go start building in um, Alamo Square. Alamo Square, yeah. I'm waiting for my, oh my gosh. So I got my large manufacturing plant and I, I was talking to Jennifer about getting it switched over. I have to move all of my statues off yes. of my existing plant. Holy cow, dude. I spent like two hours trying to do it yesterday. So yes. I have like 80 left to move. Yeah, it took, me, it took me a while, and I had it all done. I followed instructions for once, and nobody had to ping me to do it, but yet mine hasn't been moved. Oh, really? You did all that? Yeah. You, you, you it, jumped through all the hoops? It took okay. me forever. So I'm going to look at this one because I know um, this one I bought secondary, and I know it has some history. So one of what got added today, game date. I don't know. <laughs> That's interesting. Wait, where is... Did it not get pushed to production? There's supposed to be. Oh my gosh! Uh, not as cool as you thought. Oh my goodness! Hold on, let me let me do this. Uh, Apex World. Dev. <laughs> let me see if it's here. Buggers. Hold on, because it's supposed to show the history. All right. All I know is I'm having issues getting into, like, every time I go to log in, it always tells me I got a bad account name or username. And, yeah, I'm getting frustrated with Upex World, to be honest. Uh, On Upex World? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't like that. Yeah. And then there's no place to just click reset your password. So Did you do the third reset? The what? What do you mean there's no place? I'll show you. I'll show you after the show. We, there's been, definitely a place, right? We've been going. Uh, there used to be, but not right now. Anyway, we've been going about an hour and oh, a half. Oh, no. Maybe the latest update broke something. <laughs> yeah. We've been going almost an hour and a half. So? We still got 20 people watching. <laughs> Are you not entertained? And Dizzy's got his gnomes. 250 of them trying to move 250 oh yeah oh my god i'm not the only one that's fair bam's having issues Uh, all right let me well i didn't you didn't report it how the heck am i supposed to know i'm reporting it now what do you mean look right here i'm literally on the login page and it says reset pat oh hold on add to stream okay so if I'm on, if you're on the data mines 
And here's, this is probably your login screen right here. Reset password. Nice. All right. So here we go. So that's how you do it. Come over here. I go to the data mines page. Please wait. Why'd you click that one? Okay. I'll go back. I don't know. I don't know. It shouldn't make a difference, but I, I, I use the link. It opens in a different tab, but okay. I don't know. I'll go over here. Go to data mine. It shouldn't make any difference. It takes you to the same place. Is it, it opens in a new tab. I don't know if you're sharing both the tabs. Oh. Oh, hold on. I'll share the new tab. Anchor wallet connect option would be nice too. Yeah, that's on the backlog. We definitely, the link doesn't always open. I've literally never had an issue with it. What are you guys running? Um, I've done this on a couple of different browsers. So even if I'm here, log in, hey, it's my save stuff that saved. Bad username or password. I have it saved. Well, that doesn't mean that you saved the right one. I only have one. And I okay, updated so go it. Go to your URL and type upx.world slash datamine. That's so weird that you're not, that you're having issues. I've not had an issue clicking into it. So you just get the please wait? Yep. Huh. I can't log into my account, and I get the please wait. So there is what there is that, and uh, some other people. Well, how am I supposed to know that? You guys, don't keep quiet. Like, it's okay. Where, where like, do you want us to report it? Post it in the Discord. There's literally, there's literally a forum in the Discord for those bugs that our developers watch daily. Grom okay. Brindle, Lil Bob, they're in everywhere. Um Oh, wow. <laughs> that means we just got to end the show. <laughs> Let's wrap it up. I can't. <laughs> I can't. I can't even. Can't, can't Why? Can't, 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 can't. Why? Uh, and I'm going to block that comment. That's it, going to be a block comment. Uh. <sighs> All right. So. I blame you for showing a nipple. <laughs> this is what happens when you show a nipple. You invite predators like that into the stream. <laughs> uh, wow, that that's great. Um, so yes, if you have issues with Epic World, please get on the Discord and put it in there so the developers can fix it, so we can use it because there's a lot of awesome data and everything in there. So and everybody wants to use it. So yeah. Anyway, please like it's it's not going to hurt our feelings. Like we need to know. Like it's a brand new uh, website. Like we are we're building this out as we speak. We literally you can go see. There's been updates pretty much every day since it launched uh, twenty days ago. Yeah, our <laughs> definitely got to end now. Um, <laughs> you got anything else before we get out of here? No. All right, we got to shut it down.
<laughs> we gotta shut it down now. <laughs> All right, everybody, be safe, have fun. We'll see you out there in the metaverse. <laughs>